0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation.
1: Good morning, Hoop Ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS Today. This is your April sixth Tuesday edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I will be joined with my good buddy, uh, the Tuesday twosome over here. And Will, Will here. How are you doing today, Will?
0: What's going on, Santino? Good to be with you again. And knock out an eight-game slate tonight.
1: Yeah, we got a nice eight-gamer. It's uh, as that's in the wheelhouse that I like to seven to ten-ish type of games, or nah, six to nine, I would say. But uh, this is a good good wheelhouse. We got eight gamer, two games, two teams on the back end of a back to back. Some pretty big, interesting um, news to keep an eye on now for for the injury report. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, before we get into it, is there anything you want to uh, say? Any anything that you're watching over tonight?
0: Uh, no. Yeah. Um, you want to mention the injury now, or you know, hold on to it.
1: Um. I'm. Yeah, with uh James Harden going out is a, is yeah, is a big one, but I don't they're not playing in this slate playing. so not huge, yeah. but yeah, definitely want to keep an eye out for James Harden made his return on Monday, played 4 minutes, left same tightness in his hamstring, so uh that does doesn't seem well. So we'll we'll see what, how that shakes out in the coming days when he gets more MRIs and more looks at it, but uh not good initially. <clears throat>
0: All right. So hopefully we have a, you know, Safe, you know, everyone stays healthy and safe for these next two days. So we have a good slate for this eight gamer tonight. And obviously you have to stay tuned to the Discord with Hoop Ball and check your lineups and late breaking news before tip off. So and we'll get into it.
1: All right, yep. And with that, exactly, we'll get right into it. We'll just jump right into this slate. Uh the first game that we have here is the only game at seven PM Eastern Standard Time. That is the Chicago Bulls at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, and we don't have a spread for this one, but we do have an injury report for both teams. Uh, on the the bull side, we have Devin Dotson, Adam McCoro, uh, Garrett Temple, Daniel Tice all out. Kobe White is probable. On the Pacers' side, we have some big ones. TJ Warren is out for the year. Uh, probably don't have to mention him after this, but yeah. uh, Sabonis, <laughs> Jeremy Lamb, and Brogdon are all questionable. Uh, Brogdon practiced on Monday. Sabonis did not. Jeremy Lamb, I think, was... Very limited, if not didn't practice. Uh I would say Sabonis is looking at closer to out. Brogdon's closer to playing, but we will figure that one out when we when we get there. <clears throat> but um the pacers are on the front end of a back to back. So that probably factors into whether Sabonis plays or not. Um but yeah, let's jump into it, man. The first game of the docket. How you feeling about this Chicago Bull Squad?
0: Uh, not great. <laughs> no, but they're okay. Um, it hurts that um, Kobe White is probable um, because otherwise I would feel good about playing Sataraski at 5,100. Um, but if Kobe White is uh, playing, that will just make me – you still can use him. I would just be less confident in it. Um, and other than that, I'm looking at Thaddeus Young at 6,000. Uh, he's been playing very productive all season, really. Um, so you could throw him in your lineup at 6,000. That wouldn't kill you. Uh, Zach Levine at 7,800. He's not playing at all-star level like he had, like he was early in the season. Uh, his last six games or so have been very subpar for him. So with the eight-game slate, you don't have to force him in your lineup. He's just, you know, I don't know if he's taking a backseat to Vucevic right now. I know he was banged up a little bit. Um, so maybe he's just trying to get back fully healthy. Uh, but Vucevic at 8,700, I think, is a steal. This is a guy that was in the 9,000s, uh, mid-9,000s earlier in the season. And w- and I believe he hit 10,000 mark a couple of times, mm-hmm. and he was well worth it in Orlando. He's starting off a little bit slower in Chicago, but he's starting to ramp up now. So at 8,700, uh, he's one of my favorite plays uh, for the night if you don't want to spend big on Jokic. You got right, anybody like it. else on the bulls?
1: Uh, yeah, for me, uh, the three guys I'm looking at, man. Oh, drop my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Got excited there. Uh, the three guys that I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at mainly here are um, all in that 6K, or uh, right next to each other, and Thad Young at 6K, Sederanski at 5-1, and Laurie Markkinen at 4-5. Uh, without Daniel Tice for this game, that opens minutes in the 20s at that power forward position on mm-hmm. backup center, which Thad Young has been playing. Uh, Thad Young is going to be playing a little bit more center probably, uh, and then that means Laurie Markin is going to see a little bit more floor time. And him being at 4-5, or five, I mean, you don't need a, a monster game from him to bring back value, so that's where I like that there. Um, so the last game when he played 34 minutes when Levine and other people were out and he started, he had a pretty solid return at 16 points, 10 boards. So I think that we can see that 23 minutes climb to about 28, 29, uh, maybe even more, with, and uh, look for a solid return there. Sadoransky, you mentioned Kobe White uh, takes a little bit of luster out of him now that he's going to be playing, but he, does, he 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 does coming off that career game uh and the, the way that they won it uh, just makes me think i mean he's much better on the floor than than and kobe White is especially on this team, so I think he's going to play and um even with white in the lineup fifty one hundred he's been bringing back value, not great upside but he's he 's hitting value the last Four games, uh, so I like him there. And, and Thad Young for the reasons we mentioned, he's going to be playing a lot more. He's still starting now with Daniel Tice out. He's going to get more minutes, uh, at both power forward and uh, center. So uh, those are the guys that I'm leaning towards mostly in this in this matchup. More mid tier guys.
0: <clears throat>
1: but yeah, if
0: DraftKings draft, draft would have knew beforehand that uh, Tice was out, I'm sure Thaddeus Young's price would be a little higher, so you could take advantage of that.
1: Exactly. Uh, and how about this Pacer side? I mean. Two of their big guys are questionable, um and it's it's hard to look at at the moment but where are you looking at yeah. here with what we know
0: It is very hard to look at, but if uh Sabonis plays um you know i I'm confident in him at eighty eight hundred uh because all season long he's been pretty much worth a lot more than that, um uh, but you know they're probably risking uh, factoring in the fact that he's probable or questionable, and same for Malcolm Brogdon um I don't feel confident playing. Brogdon, because I think they will probably take it easy on him, being that it's his hip and they don't want to re-aggravate anything like Harden did on Monday. Um, so it's it's really questionable for the whole Pacers team for me. Other if the bonus is out, I would look at Miles Turner at sixty two hundred. But other than that, I'm not confident in anyone else because uh, everyone is kind of average for the most part as far as fantasy or overpriced uh, for their production right now. Uh, you disagree?
1: Um. I think there's some guys that I might look at. I, I you mentioned Turner. I like Turner at this. I don't. I don't think that Sabonis is going to play. He didn't practice on Monday. It is the front end of a back to back. I feel like they'll err on the side of caution <clears throat> with that news. So I like Turner at 6,200 in this matchup. Uh, Brogdon probably will play since he practiced on Monday. So I don't know. I, I wanted to go back to him or Lavert, but I'll probably have small shares of them, but not not too much. I think McConnell at 5,300. Uh, makes sense. He he should play more, though. I would probably just take um, Saturansky on the other side of the ball for two hundred dollars less. Outside of that, I'm mean, if you do want to dig at some people in the four K range, you can look at Justin Holiday, Doug McDermott, four five four one. Probably won't have much ex- too much exposure to them, but one of those guys is definitely going to start. Um, with Sabonis likely to miss this game, and maybe both of them start, so they're just throwing out more options for. Uh, people around that price tag but um yeah i think turner is the one guy that i can reliably slide into my lineups in this one
0: yeah i agree uh, last game aaron holiday had a big game but i mean that's that's once in a blue moon type of thing for him so i don't think that will be a trend so
1: that's <laughs> about it. All right man and let's jump on over to this next game this starts at seven thirty eastern standard time uh, this we have the new orleans pelicans at the atlanta hawks um uh, The Hawks are on the front end of a back-to-back, and so are the um, Pelicans. So both teams we have here are on the front end of a back-to-back. We do not have a spread for this one, and on the injury report, we have a doozy for both teams. I'll start with the Pelicans. We have Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart both out, Uh, Kyra Lewis as doubtful, Zion and Brandon Ingram as questionable a lot of big talent over there. On the Hawks side, we have John Collins, Chris Dunn, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish all out, Clint capella as probable. We'll start with this uh Pelican squad. I mean, we got Lonzo back. He's not on the injury report, so that's a plus. Uh, but they we know Hart's going to be out for probably the rest of the season. Naw's going to be out for a good chunk of time, high ankle sprain. Ingram, Zion are questionable. Uh Lewis doubtful. Uh, that's a lot of firepower, but We'll start here. Who, who are you looking at here? Uh, and if, you, if Zion or Ingram or both play, do you have any interest in them?
0: Uh, I, I'm, I, I try to shy away from guys that are injured and then it's their first game back because you just never know how that injury is going to flare up or how the team's going to give them minutes. So if you hear anything like they're not going to be limited and they play full complement of minutes, yes. But other than that, I normally try to give them a game or two so they get back into form. Um. Also, you know, Stephen Adams, you know, recently got a concussion, so I think that would be, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's great news for Jackson Hayes at 4100 and Willie Hernan Gomez at 4200. So you can dig in the crates uh, at a very cheap price for those guys, and they can get you some big production. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez last game he had 15 points and 12 rebounds. So I mean, if he and that was in. 26 minutes. So he should get that same amount of minutes uh, again. So that's great production at that cheap of a price. Um, uh, You can even look at the rookie Najee Marshall at 3,800. His his last two games have been productive. Uh, With Ingram, that's only with Ingram and Zion out, in my opinion, because I think that's why he's getting so many more minutes and Josh Hart. Um, But if Zion and Ingram are back, I would be a little more scared to play him. But that's a young guy that's coming out of nowhere, and if the Pelicans are not going anywhere, it's more reason to give him more minutes. And uh, at thirty eight hundred, that's worth the risk. And um, James Johnson also—he's um, you know—he recently got traded to the Pelicans from the Mavs. He wasn't doing much on the Mavs at all, uh, but the last three games, he's been very productive, scoring eighteen, sixteen, and seventeen actual NBA points. Just putting up all around stats for them, and uh, he—he's. His price jumped almost $1,000 he's been playing so well. so He's now at 5200 Do you think that's too high for him, or do you think that's still worth it to put him in your lineup if everyone's out?
1: Uh, if everyone's out, we can still. I, I think that's a pretty solid price tag still just because he does so much dirty work that uh, he can still bring back value there. I don't know if the upside is cr- crazy high, but you he should still bring back value assuming Ingram and Zion are out. Uh, And Steven Adams, they they put him in the concussion protocol, but he's not on the official injury report, which is super weird. Um, That's definitely something to keep an eye out for, because if he's out and then you have uh, then depending on what Ingram and Zion are doing, like you mentioned, um, Hernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes become very solid plays at 42 and 4100. One of them is going to start. The other is going to get a solid chunk of minutes. uh, But as of now, on the official injury report, they do not have Steven Adams on it. But it, it, again, it seems weird. Um, maybe it was a... That is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> right, they put him in the, the concussion protocol after Sundays, uh, on Sunday, and now he's off. So uh, definitely keep an eye out on that. Uh, I do like Lonzo. Um, whether Ingram and Zion play or not, um, I'm hoping that at least one of them misses because that gives a solid boost for Lonzo, who's 7,500. But if both of them miss... In this matchup against Trey Young and as the number one option clearly on this team, uh, damn, you saw what he just did in the last one. A monster. He took 18 shots, 27-9 in his first game back in a couple weeks. Uh, Yeah, sign me up for Lonzo if these two are are missing. And if at least one of them misses, I'll have a very fair share of him as well. Outside of that, I am surprised that Isaiah Thomas is 5,100 in his first game and forever Mm -hmm. i mean i wanted to come in here and say oh i might just throw a flyer on isaiah now that there's no lewis no gnaw Uh, we might not have zion and ingram and then i see 5100 in his first game and in who knows how long i can't even remember but uh that's (laughs) it's just really weird to me um know everybody's gonna
0: see that name and be excited
1: (laughs) exactly oh he's playing but yeah. really, fifty—you couldn't put him at like thirty-four hundred or something. Then I would have taken a couple shots at him, but not at that price tag. <clears>
0: and uh, Eric Blesso has is playing a lot better, also, but uh, his ceiling is not too high, so he'll probably just get you thirty to thirty-five drafting points. So if if you want to play it safe, and that's what you need, you can play him at sixty-one hundred. But he's not going to get much more than that for the most part.
1: All right, man. How about on this this hawk side? Uh, we know DeAndre Hunter just had a minor procedure, as they said, and he'll be out. Collins is out. Radish is not coming back. Uh, but where are you looking at over here? And again, this is going to be a super fast-paced matchup, and I like it.
0: Right. Obviously, you have you know, the superstar, Trey Young, at 9,100. His last game was uh, pretty terrible for him. <clears throat> Only scored 13 actual NBA points. That's rare for him. So I'm sure he'll bounce back and have a big game. I don't mind picking players who had a bad game that we know are great because it's rare they're going to have two bad games in a row. Uh, Bogdan Vondanovich at 6,200. He's been playing pretty well lately. His last game also not that great, only 25 draft points. But before that, three games before that, he was averaging almost 50 draft points. So <clears throat> obviously he's worth the consideration at 6,200. Uh, you got to look at Gallinari because uh, John Collins is out. Uh, while John Collins is out, I feel it's always safe to play him because when he's in, it's like Gallo takes a back seat. But when Collins is out, he has to do more and he can get you close to 40 drafting points at 5,700. That's always worth it. And do you also have the newcomer Lou Williams? Uh, you can consider him because he's at 5,300. It's not a safe play at all, but uh, he's been playing pretty well for the Hawks. Um, it's just a guy you can look at I, I don't know if I would feel too comfortable putting him in the lineup unless you're trying to be contrarian because he's going to get the minutes. so that's all I got for the Hawks
1: yeah and and for me I think this is a game that you can potentially game stack uh, depending on Zion's and Ingram's availability where if they're playing I like them if they're not there's there's not much I mean then you can go digging in the bargain bin over there but on this on this side of the ball it's they're going to be in a great matchup regardless of who's in and who's out. Uh, if they're all out, then it's just uh, can this game stay competitive long enough to where these big guys play enough minutes. But Trey Young is going to be in a great spot. You mentioned uh, mentioned that. Great spot to bounce back here. He only took 11 shots in the last one. I expect that to climb and in a fast-paced matchup. Expect him to do really good, and I really like him here. Uh, Clint Capella, if Steven Adams misses, it's just going to be him cleaning up the glass. And even if Steven Adams plays, he's still going to be on a huge advantage there. I like him at 86. The price tag's getting a little pricey and I'd rather just play Trey young for 500 more, Uh, but I don't mind going to Capella there. Bogdanovich bounce back should be in here. I mean, the matchup is just screaming it and only 6,200. He's been playing great outside that last game. And you mentioned Gallinari. He's going to get a boatload of minutes here too. And especially if he doesn't have to deal with Zion on the other end for a lot of it and get bullied, um fifty seven hundred is a really good price tag. So I, I like those four four top guys here. Probably won't dig too much into the rest of the lineup, but uh those guys are gonna get a lot of usage, assuming this game can stay close and, and the Pelicans have their guys. Uh but this is a game that I think super high high paced. Uh the, the over the total is gonna be pretty high and we'll we'll just see what happens on the injury report.
0: And yeah, I mean normally I would be loving that price for Capella, but like I said, I'm coming off that Probable, questionable—you know—hip injury type of thing. I just tend to stay away. But uh, yeah, if he's going to play the full complement of minutes, I think you can put him in your lineup. Just you just got to hear more on that injury, in my opinion. All right.
1: And uh, then we have the third game of the night. This is the Sixers at the Boston Celtics. Um, I believe, yes, we do have a spread for this one. It is uh, Sixers are one and a half point road favorites, and this and the over under is two twenty three. On the injury report, we have Tristan Thompson for the Celtics is out, and the Sixers have George Hill out and Tyrese Maxey as probable. Uh, the Celtics are on the front end of a back-to-back. <clears throat> and I'll throw it over to you, my man. How you feeling about this Sixers squad? It seems it should be Joel Embiid is back in on this one. He missed the last one as it was the back end of a back-to-back, but I expect him to play here and uh, him to do his usual stuff. But how are you feeling about the Sixers?
0: Right. Yeah. His first game back in almost a month off um, with that injury, um, he had 41 drafting points, 24 points, eight boards, three blocks. That's, that's incredible for a first game back. So I think this game against Boston is only going to be uh, improved because, you know, Robert, Robert Williams, we love his talent. We love his fantasy assets, but he's no match for Embiid. Embiid is two season, two good possible MVP uh, candidate. Um, so him at ten thousand two hundred, it's a little risky because it's the second game back. But I just believe in Embiid, and I think he's worth it. Um, if you can fit him in your lineup, you don't have to because it's eight games. But he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be out there to put twenty four points up in your first game back. He's a safe bet in my opinion, and that's it. That's the list. I don't trust anyone else that's... on this team. <laughs> Who you <got? laughs> What do you
1: think, from Philly? I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm probably. I don't know if I want to play anybody. Uh, I don't mind if you went to Embiid. I don't hate it, but I'd probably pay a little bit more for. I do like some of the other options up there. I'm just not sure if he's going to play 35 minutes. And but for all the re- if he does play that minutes, all the reasons you mentioned, he can easily eat in this matchup. Uh, and he looked great in that first game back. I just not sure if they'll just push him. So that's my only concern with paying that top dollar. Uh, and then everybody else: Simmons, Harris. No, now that Embiid's here and now that Embiid eats first, um, don't really want to pay that those price tags for them. Um, Harris is in a solid matchup and he's still going to get his shot attempts, but the the ceiling is just lower for both of those two guys. Uh, same with Green and Curry. We know Howard's going to be relegated. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm probably I'm I, I'm almost with you, but I'm probably just going to leave them alone uh, and then jump on over to this this Boston side. Um, I'll dive in first. I'll do this one now. That I I feel like I just transitioned myself into this. (laughs) So I'll just run with it. Um, And on the other side, I mean, I don't know how much exposure I'll have here either. Not that I don't like these guys, but the Sixers are one of the best defensive teams in the league. They slow down the pace, uh, play slow pace, tough defense. Uh, I'm probably not going to have any Sixers, so I don't want to have too much Boston exposure. It's just a game that I'm not, 2-2 2 too keen on uh, that said I don't mind looking at a, a guy like Kemba Walker at 6-6 six, six. I think that Brown is gonna probably get more Ben Simmons than Kemba um, and that's where I'll lean there I think Tatum's in for a solid um, score too he, he kind of he does good when he plays the Sixers but uh, 9k I do like other options there same with Jalen Brown probably just go uh, Kemba Walker and a little bit of Marcus Smart at five six. I think that's still a good price tag. Um, and Then probably leave everybody else.
0: Whoa, 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 you're not gonna play the Time Lord?
1: Uh, no, I don't really want to. <laughs> not that I think that he's not gonna, he can't bring back value, but uh, I think I like other people around his price tag a little bit more uh, that aren't going against Joel Embiid.
0: True. Yeah. I mean, Embiid is a is a beast, but you, you did see he get he got dunked on by. In that was pretty bad. That was, yeah, he,
1: that was that yeah. was a really good dunk. Yeah, uh, and Rob, and Rob Williams not, doesn't not. have that offensive skill set, though. No, <laughs> no, not at
0: all. <laughs> yeah, Embiid's gonna probably be quiet for about a month after that one. Um,
1: but yeah, <laughs>
0: Tatum, you know, he had been putting up value, but at nine thousand, his production's kind of been dropping off for me. Uh, I need more for someone paying nine thousand. That when you can get Jalen Brown for similar production at seventy six hundred, even though his production has dropped down a tiny bit, also. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I do still like Robert Williams. I think he is the only effective center they have right now. So he's at 6,800, he's going to get the minutes. He may have a tough matchup, but I think he'll be worth that. And Kemba at 6,600, he should get you around 30 to 40 DraftKings points. And uh, that's rare for a starting point guard, you know, in the 6,000 like that that can put up that type of value. Uh, He's not going to do it every game, but you just have to trust that whether he can or not. Uh, hopefully, ben, Sim- ben Simmons is not guarding him because <laughs> that would hurt. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's sketchy, but I do like Robert Williams. Um, and, I, you know, their new acquisition, Evan Fournier, his last game was really well. Re- last two games were good. You know, he had 23 points in the second to last one and 17 actual points in the last one. But that's just not putting up great drafting value, you know, uh, because he doesn't do much else. Uh, so that's 28 and 33 drafting points. You could play them, but the Celtics have so many good players. uh, I think they all take a back seat to where you would just rather look at someone else. All right, I like it.
1: Uh, Now we'll jump on over to the last game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is the Los Angeles Lakers at the Toronto Raptors. We do not have a spread on this one. We do have an injury report, and we do have one of two teams on the back end of a back-to-back, and that is the Raptors Uh, on the injury report. <clears throat> uh, we have the Lakers have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Jared Dudley, all out, Wesley Matthews, Andre Drummond as questionable and the Raptors, Um uh, they don't have an injury report. As I mentioned, they are on the second night of a back to back, but we do know Kyle Lowry is out. Um, uh, Paul Watson, uh, Patrick McCall, probably not going to play. I don't think Rodney hood should play in this one. He didn't play, uh, cause of his hip in the last one. Fred Van Vliet missed the last game uh, on Monday. Uh, but he was day-to-day, so there's potential for him to play. And Gary Trent Jr. limped off the court on Monday as well. So a lot of—they don't have an injury report officially, but there are some moving parts there that we'll definitely have to keep an eye on. Uh, but we'll start with the Lakers squad. And how you feeling about this Lakers team, man, going against this, this Raptors no, no, squad? No, no,
0: no. You're not going to start with me on your team, the Lakers. You All go ahead. Right.
1: I know I'll, you I'll, want to. <laughs> All right, I'll jump on. I'll jump with them. Uh, yeah, the first person I'm looking at here is if he plays. I know he's questionable. Uh, Andre Drummond. This is just anytime you're going against oh, the, the the Raptors. You
0: go back to that whale.
1: If he plays, yeah, uh, sixty five hundred. <laughs> great, fantastic price tag. He should play a, a lot of minutes if he plays, and the Raptors have no interior presence. Uh, Chris Boucher is too skinny, too small. Pascal Siakam's not a center, and Aaron Baines is is showing every bit of his, his age right now. Um, so if if Drummond does play, he should start, and at sixty five hundred, that's a fantastic price tag. Drummond, a healthy Drummond, is more like eight k or or a little bit more than that. Um, so I'll definitely go to him if he's there. If he doesn't play, changes things up a, get, a bit. Uh, as bad as he's played lately, I mean Marcus All going back to Toronto. Uh, and only thirty nine hundred should definitely hit value there if there 's no drummond uh trez at sixty one makes sense um, i I like the front court if if you guys get the theme there uh, and then and then the back court Fred van Vliet, might might not play i don 't mind looking at uh schroeder but i 'll probably have more Kyle kuzma for that same price tag, but I do think there are quite a few people that we can look at depending on if Drummond plays uh, if Drummond does play won 't be looking at Marcus all and i 'll i 'll play him over trez um but I still like Kuzma a little bit, uh, and Schroeder I would like a little bit more than Kuzma.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I have the opposite effect for you. Uh, the only person I'm really looking at is THT, Taylor Horton Tucker, at 4400 Just because he's so cheap and he's going to get the minutes and the option to be uh, productive. Everyone else is kind of sketchy to me. Uh, Schroeder at 6900 you see the name and you say yeah, but this last few games has not been that uh, great drafting wise. Uh, well, I mean his last game, but this game before that was forty one. If you can get around forty, you're just cool with that. But I just don't know at 6,900. There's Too many other guys like Kemba or anyone else that is more you know trustworthy uh, tonight for me. Uh, Kuzma not trustworthy also at sixty eight hundred. Same thing for Drummond. I would have won a lot of money in my last lineup when I picked Drummond. Uh, and he got eight drafting points because he got hurt with his toe. And this is his first game back. I think they're going to baby him, honestly. It would be a great matchup if he was healthy, 100%. going to play – well, that's what they said last time. He's going to start and play big minutes. But I just don't trust it right now. You can trust Santino because that's his team. But I wouldn't trust Drummond in this one. Even though he's a great matchup, great price. The Lakers are just not looking great to me so far. All right, man.
1: Uh, and then we'll jump on over to the Raptors side.
0: I didn't uh, mean to crush
1: your spirits like that, you know. I mean, he, I mean we can have differing opinions. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drummond at sixty-five, if he plays, is, is a really good price tag. Uh, assuming he he should start, and if there's no minutes limit, sixty-five is way too cheap for me. for For me, so I'll I'll be there. Um, but on the Raptors side of the ball, uh, yeah, we there's. News we gotta keep eye an eye out for. We don't know if Gary Trent's gonna be playing in this one. Not sure if Van Vliet's gonna be playing this one. But no Kyle Lowry's not gonna be playing in this one. Uh that's that's potentially three of their starters. So definitely keep an eye out for this. And this game starts at seven thirty. So hopefully we'll have um news before the initial seven o'clock lock. But um don't mind looking at like OG and at seven K. That's a little pricey, but uh, if everybody else is out, he's gonna be getting a lot of, uh, he's going to have to get a lot more shot attempts, uh, do a lot more work here, and this is a good matchup for him. Uh, If Van Vliet doesn't play, Flynn, we just saw him in the lot He didn't say Malachi Flynn didn't start in the last game, but he still played over 30 minutes, and he had himself a very good game. And at 3,900, he is my favorite guy under 4K. Uh, Favorite value of the night is if Fred Van Vliet doesn't play, and I'm probably going to be chalky, but uh, definitely going to play him. There's very good matchup. Um, and then we'll have to see how this, this lineup shakes out. We might have Deandre, uh, Bembry starting again at bare minimum three K he started in the last one, but now there might not be Trent. There might not be Van Vliet. Um, uh, going to go to him to at, at bare minimum three K it's, it's, uh, I do like a lot of these guys on this side of the ball, but I just want to see if, if Van Vliet plays and, um, Gary Trent is good to go. It kind of takes the luster out of a, a Benbury, but I still will play Flynn here. Uh, but I just want to wait and see exactly who's in who's out.
0: Well, uh, I think you're underselling Malachi Flynn. Uh, if Fred Van Fleet is out, I know you said it might be chalky, but I don't think the the casual fan has ever heard of Malachi Flynn, would not know who that is, would never put him in the lineup because they never heard of him. So, you know, if you have never heard of this guy, it's a guy that you need to consider at thirty nine hundred with Fred VanVleet out, uh, which we expect him to be. But obviously, wait, uh, wait and see before tip off. And uh, Gary Trent, I believe he is healthy. He played tonight and uh, scored sixteen points. I think he hit the game winner uh, against the Wizards. If I'm not, yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, so I think he should be fine. As uh, far as I know, uh, if he stayed in the game and hit the game winner, so with 16 points. And OG, love him at 7,000, Siakam at 8,200. All great value, especially with uh, Kyle Lowry is obviously out, and Fred VanVleet, that's like 50 points gone right there. So Siakam, OG, Trent, and even Malachi Flynn will have to uh, produce those uh, points to make up for those points. Uh, we obviously wish we could play Chris Boucher, but the coach hates them. So there you go.
1: All right, man, and we'll jump on over to the only game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the Grizzlies at the Heat. Um, We do have a spread for this one. It is the Heat, our five-point home favorites, and we have a low 217.5 game total. On the injury report, we have the Grizzlies uh, with Jaron Jackson, DeAnthony Melton, Justice Winslow all out, Brandon Clark as questionable. On the Heat side, we have Casey Akpala out and Gabe Vincent as questionable. I'll throw it over to you. Uh, how you feeling about this Memphis squad? And we know that with without Milton and Winslow, uh, um, what's it? It it uh like knocks a little bit of the the minutes around, and I would assume Grayson Allen, uh, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain chop up all the wing minutes.
0: Yeah, you explained that perfectly. Chopping up the wing minutes, and I don't want any parts of it. <laughs> I will go with uh, Jonas Valanciunas at seventy four hundred. You know he has the potential to get you 50 drafting points. His last two games were in the 30s, but he always has that. He's a lot bigger than Bam. I don't see anyone, you know, stopping him from getting boards and, and put backs against the Heat, even though the Heat are a tough defensive team. But anytime you can get a center that's that productive at 7,400, it's worth the risk. Uh, and a lot of people probably won't have him in, his, in their lineup either. And then, obviously, you always got to look at John Morant, um, even though – He's his production sometimes in the 30s and 20s. He can always explode for those 50 point games, also. So at 7,200, it's pretty safe play. Um, their point guards can't stop him on Miami. You only would have to worry if Oladipo is going to play a full complement of minutes and maybe they throw Jimmy Butler on him. But I don't think Oladipo is right right now. So I think you could throw him in there. It, neither one are like a guaranteed lock and loaded put him in lineup. But I think you can use either of those two. But I wouldn't touch anyone else on this team, would you?
1: Yeah, and I, I actually like the wings uh, with, with no Justice <laughs> Winslow, no DeAnthony Melton. Uh, that's minutes going straight to the three guys I mentioned, Dylan Brooks, Grayson Allen, Desmond Bain. Uh, and if Brandon Clark misses, that's more minutes for Xavier Tillman and Kyle Anderson. I, and, and those are the people that I like the most is Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, Grayson Allen, Desmond Bain, uh, not so much Tillman, but um, – Anderson would I would like a little bit more if Clark misses, but right now Brooks is going to be playing. Grayson Allen's going to be most likely starting and playing. Desmond Baines is my third favorite of the three. i uh, Going to get extra minutes, but I can see all three of them bringing back value. Uh, Brooks and Grayson Allen easy value. Desmond Bain um, some solid value there. But uh, those those guys I like at their their price tags and knowing that Melton and Winslow even if they're play, when they do play. When they don't play 20 minutes, even if they play 17 each, uh, that's still 34 minutes that goes around to those three guys specifically. Um, yeah, you can sign me up for those fair value price tags there. Uh, and that's probably where I'll be looking at mostly on this game. Just It's, it's not the uh, fastest p- tempo of a game. I don't mind Ja, but I probably won't go to him at, at that price tag. I like, I like his uh, wing teammates at a cheaper price.
0: Are you not going to factor in uh, that Jimmy Butler and Oladipo will probably be guarding any of these guys, or you don't, you're not worried about that?
1: I would say Jimmy Butler's going to start at point guard and guard Ja, uh, and yeah. Oladipo's not he, – he's lost a step. Uh, not that he's yeah, yeah. done, but you can still score on Oladipo. Uh, yeah. he's, it's been happening all year on him. Sure. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Good point.
1: But on the, um, the Heat side, where are you looking at over here?
0: Uh, for Miami, obviously you have Jimmy Bowler at $9,000. Uh he has been a fantasy monster this year. Uh, he, he's at the same price as Jason Tatum, and I would obviously trust him more than Jason Tatum uh, with the way his production has been lately, and he doesn't have so many other guys that are going to be stealing his value. Um, he has a great team, but he's clearly the main guy, uh, him and Bam. Uh, Bam doesn't need plays ran for him that often or anything like that. Uh, Bam at 8300 is still worth it to me. Obviously, he's a double double guy any any given night. Um, everyone else, like we said, with the addition to Oladipo, it kind of makes things crazy for Tyler Hero, Drajic, Nunn, everyone. But I think uh, Duncan Robinson is still usable at 4,700. He's still been productive this whole time, and they're going to need his three point shooting. So he's going to be on the court, even if Hero's not, or None is not, or, or Drajic, they're worrying about his minutes. Duncan Robertson should still be out there. So Butler, Bam, and Duncan are the three that I'm looking at on this heat team. You trust anyone else?
1: Yeah, I think Butler's in a solid spot here, so uh, I will have some shares of him. I do like him at that price tag, uh, and he should. He started at point guard in the last one. I would assume he does it again, uh, so I, I like that there. I I do like me some Duncan Robinson. I probably won't be overexposed there, but at 47, I I'll see him in some of my lineups. Uh, and then Ariza and and Belly over there, more Belly. The last one, he he ramped it up. The, it, I was expecting him to get more minutes. Um, he went up to 17 and then 24 in his last two after barely playing when he came over. I can see him settling into that around 20-minute 20, 20 roll or so. Uh, matchup like this isn't that bad for him, uh, but at 3,200, I mean, you're getting a guy at bare minimum price stack who can't hit shots when he's hot, uh, so I don't mind taking shots there. And, and Ares has been playing. He hasn't been hitting his shot, but he's playing a consistently a lot of minutes. So uh, at 4,100, I don't mind taking shots there. Probably won't have many, but he's just another option. Uh, not my favorite of the guys that I mentioned around 4K, but he's just another option there uh, to differ from the field. Yeah, sounds good. All right, man, we'll jump on over to the next game of the night, first one at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Pistons, who are, on, who are the second and last team on the back end of a back-to-back, and the Denver Nuggets, who are on um, the front end of a back-to-back here. Um, but we do not have a spread for them, and we do have an injury report on the Nuggets side. Uh, PJ Dozier and Greg Whittington are both available for this game. On the Pistons, we'll have to keep an eye out for what happens on their injury report. Mason Plumlee, uh Wayne Ellington both missed the last one for rest. Okafor, Magruder... Did not play in the last one. Dennis Smith Jr. was a coach's decision. in not He didn't see the floor. Uh, and then we'll see if other people like Diallo ha- has been resting on back-to-backs. Uh, Josh Jackson's a candidate to do so. Uh, I mean, the Pistons are the Pistons, and they're going to do yeah. what they want. Maybe Killian Hayes, who just came back from a extended layoff, doesn't play on the back end of a back-to-back. A lot of things to factor in here, but I'll throw it over to you, man. Uh, how are you feeling about... This Pistons squad, since they are the away team, and right. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, and the Nuggets are on the front end of a back to back. I forgot, and I forgot to also mention that the the Grizzlies are on the front end of a back to back.
0: Yeah, well, when you think about the Pistons this year, you think of. Uh, I mean, I say his brother, uh, Jeremy Grant. You know, he was uh, <laughs> playing at almost all star level at the beginning of the season. He's been slumping off a little bit lately. Uh, but you know he's still the focal point of that offense, and uh, with him playing against his old team, the Nuggets, I think this will awaken him for this game, and he'll return to form where he was falling out early in the season. And at six thousand nine hundred, that's worth it. If he he could have been easily priced two thousand more than this, so his price value has gone down because his production has dropped a little bit. But he's still the man in this offense, so I think he's worth it. Uh, and then the only other guy I'm looking at is Corey Joseph at 3,500. He's, uh, yeah, with Killian Hayes, uh, we'll have to see how his minutes are. Uh, but Co- Corey Joseph has been playing pretty great for these guys, um, except for on the 3rd, uh, April 3rd, he, his production slumped off. But he still played 17 minutes in that game. Uh, I, I hadn't checked the stats to see uh, how much – I think they're playing right now, how many minutes he's going to play tonight. So you can keep an eye on that to give you a – you know, uh guideline to go by if you want to trust him, but 3500 is pretty great for a backup point guard, especially if Dennis Smith Jr. is not playing. you trust anyone else on this team?
1: Uh, I, I'm not sure who I trust at the moment because I know the injury right. report is going to throw me curveball tomorrow, but uh, both Jeremy and uh, Mason, they're both in a revenge. They're returning to the Nuggets. They were both on that yeah, team that right. made it to the conference finals. Uh, so I don't not that I'd want them, but i don't mind taking that those shots at them uh, just to see they uh, especially grant hey, you guys wanted me back, but i wasn't a focal point, and now i am i 'll show you why at sixty nine i 'll take a shot or two at him um, if Diallo misses, then like a Josh Jackson becomes more appealing to me and and vice versa if Jackson misses and Diallo plays, he becomes more appealing to me. Uh, and if both of them miss, <laughs> then Sadiq Bay at 4,300 becomes more appealing to me. But I I know this team does—people just miss random games, especially on back-to-back, so that's something to keep an eye out for. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Killian Hayes. I, I, I think he'll probably miss, but at 3K, if he plays, uh, he had himself a good game to, on Monday. I think he'll have himself a solid game again. Uh, and, and that's literally the lowest price you can get at 3k. It hasn't moved. So I'll go back there. If he does play, if he doesn't, I would expect Dennis Smith jr. To re-enter the rotation and at 3,800 and Corey Joseph at 3,500. Take my shots at th- those two. Uh, you can take shot at Saban Lee also, but I, I I'm not going to go there. Uh, um, Yeah. I, I want to see where the injury report is to where I can go to yeah. because all of these guys, uh, you're looking at Diallo as the third-highest-priced guy on the team, and he's 5,300. Uh, everybody is in play here, and, and so much value on this team is just going to be who's in and who's out. If they're all in, then I'll say Killian Hayes I like at, at 3K, uh, Diallo at 5-3, and I'll take my shots at, at Grant. But I, I already know while I'm saying this, there's going to be a lot of these guys that are not not in.
0: Yeah, it's kind of too many cooks in the kitchen for me. Like, you have like four point guards that can get minutes. So it's kind of crazy. Um, And also, uh, Wayne Ellison probably is going to play this game uh, at 3,400. He could easily get in there and hit three or four plus three pointers and go off. So, I mean, that's just another name to look out for. But, yeah, this matchup, you're going to check the injury uh, report. So check us out on the Discord with Hoopal. And we'll keep you up to date on that and see who you can – put in your lineup for tip-off
1: like will said man uh and how about on the nugget side buddy how do you who do you like over here
0: okay for the nuggets uh obviously you have jokic at 10,500 um his production his last few games uh was not the jokic we've been expecting as far as drafting wise he's still uh mvp candidate in my opinion um I would like to see his price come down, maybe to ten thousand, but that's not going to happen because he's been playing so great all year. Uh, he's always worth it, though. You're just nitpicking, kind of. Um, and Jamal Murray at eight thousand, uh, yeah. you just don't know about Jamal Murray. I think there's better options out there. He obviously can go off for of fifty. He's kind of like John Morant, but priced eight hundred more. So obviously, I would go with John Morant in that uh, matter. And you have the newcomer to the team, Aaron Gordon. Uh, at 6300 that's a great price for him. His last two games, 40 drafting points. You can get 40 uh, drafting points that's in the 6,000s. That's worth it. Uh, he said these have been the easiest shots he's gotten in his NBA career so far playing on this team, so he's loving it. It's just a matter of uh, – it's so much talent. He, if, if Michael Porter Jr. wasn't there, his production would be even better. And uh, the reason I'm skipping over Michael Porter Jr. at 7100 is because their production – has been similar, and he's $800 cheaper. So I would go with Gordon in that manner. And uh, the only other guy I'm looking at, you can consider Will Barton. You know, he's in there to get the scraps. His last two games, 19 and 15 actual NBA points. So he's getting you drafting points in the 20s and 30s uh, at 5,500. That's safe if you want to go that route. Uh, but if you look for a higher ceiling, he's not going to get any more than probably 30, 35 drafting points. So he's an option. What about you?
1: All right, yeah, and I I think for me it's it's sticking with that uh, the, in the starting lineup too, um, with Jokic, Murray, Porter, Gordon, Barton. Not going to play them all, and not I, I don't like all of them, but I think that's where I would stick. And yeah, I like I like Gordon at sixty three a little bit more than Porter, like you mentioned. Uh, he's getting the shot attempts, he's getting very good looks, and Jokic is feeding the guy. And um, while I like Jokic, I I probably I do like uh, two guys in that. Late matchup or the next matchup that are priced right around him that I'll probably have more shares of, uh, being frank. But at ten five, I also don't hate Jokic. Uh, the guy, like you mentioned, an MVP candidate. He's playing awesome. This is a great matchup for him. Um, Mason Plumlee can't guard him, really. On, and, and with whatever Jokic, how his style of play is just so weird and unorthodox, and it's just he's awesome at it. Um, but I probably won't have too much... I don't mind Barton at 5-5. Five, five. I think uh, Murray's in a good matchup too, and like you mentioned, Porter's in a good matchup. Uh, but I think they're feeding Aaron Gordon, and they're getting him into correct spots. And the, the dude played 39 and 35 minutes uh, the last two games. So he's ready to play minutes in the mid to high 30s, and that's just going to bring back value there. So that's my favorite guy on, on their team for point per, point per dollar type of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, you know, he was so banged up with Orlando and then he comes to the nuggets in thirty nine, thirty five minutes, he's there. <laughs> like <laughs>
1: yeah, and, he, and he's much when, when he's playing around talent, he's much better. On uh, they're putting him in especially Jokic, he's he's putting him in uh, prime position to take advantage of uh, of matchups and and the spots on the floor. <clears throat> yeah. But let's jump on to this second-to-last game of the night, the first one at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have the Milwaukee Bucks at the Golden State Warriors. Um, we do not have a spread as of yet, but we do have an injury report. Eric Pas- Pascal out, Klay Thompson out, uh, P.J. Tucker out, Giannis probable. And I will throw it over to you, and this is the game that I was alluding for, to, that the two superstars that I, I like a lot in this one. Uh, but I'll throw it over to you. How are you feeling about this Um this Buck squad?
0: Well, the Buck squad, obviously, you know, they have your main three guys. I'm looking at two of them. Uh, Giannis at 10,700. I think you actually can skip him tonight, in my opinion, because, you know, he's probable with his knee, so he should be out there. But um, the last game uh, that we have on uh, DraftKings, you know, April 2nd, he has 72 DraftKings points. That's what you want when you're playing. When you're paying ten thousand seven hundred. But the four games before that is not what you want. <laughs> Thirty-three, thirty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, not good enough. And with the probability on his knee, means there's still something there. You know, um, I don't know if he's a hundred percent or not. And with them playing the Warriors, this obviously could be a blowout because the Warriors are struggling this year. Steph is like defeated because <laughs> they're losing so much. Um, I just I think I would pass on Giannis because he is the highest-priced player of the night. Um, you, obviously, any game he's playing, he can hit value, but I think he's priced very high. Uh, Drew Holiday at 8,000. He's the guy that's been really lighting it up lately. He won player of the week um, for the Eastern Conference. Uh, so his last game, uh, April 3rd, he had 64 drafting points. So that's damn near Giannis' numbers at almost 3,000 less. Than Giannis. Um, obviously, we don't expect him to be Giannis, but he's just been on a roll lately. And um, so the other person that I'm looking at other than that is Brooke Lopez. Um, he's at 5,200. He's not been lighting anything up necessarily, uh, but he just is going to be out there, and he has the potential to. Uh, his game on the third, uh, he's had 38 drafting points. That's what you want when you're paying, playing uh, Brooke Lopez at 5,200. He's not going to hit that every night, though. So you just have to trust the matchup, and you know it's hit or miss most nights with Brook Lopez. But you just know he's going to get the minutes. So, do you trust Chris Middleton or anyone else on this team?
1: Um, I do trust Middleton. I probably won't play him though uh, too much. I, I like Holiday a little bit more at his price tag, and he's at the eight K mark. I was I said last time I was on here. Anytime he's under seven or eight K. I think it's too cheap. He's right at that 8K mark. I still think it's a good matchup for him. Uh, and I will play Giannis. I, out of the people over 10K, Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, I like Giannis the most. I will pay that a little bit extra for that, just the matchup. Uh, the Warriors have James Wiseman, Kevon Looney, uh, Draymond Green. Nobody too big, or will that will stay on the floor too long? That scares me off of Giannis. So uh, out of those 10K guys, I like Giannis more than the others on uh, and, and holidays and he's just been playing awesome lately. He's finally over that COVID protocols. I think he had COVID, uh, but he's over it now. He's looking really good. Uh, price tag still rock solid. And the last guy I would look at here is Bobby Portis. For similar reasons of Giannis. I know he is not Giannis, but uh, the front court here is we can take advantage of. And James Wiseman still makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, Looney's not, he doesn't play. Too much to scare me. Uh, but this is a matchup that Bobby Portis can take advantage of. Assuming he's ready to play uh some minutes. I know he he played 17 and then 20 on a back to back after missing a week. Uh, if he's ready to get into the 24-25 minute role and he's not limited, I think he's gonna bring back bring back value for you again here. <clears throat> um but what about on this this warrior side? It looks wait, like, wait,
0: they, wait. like you, you. So you'd rather go with Bobby Portis or Brook Lopez? That's because they're only one hundred dollars apart. Just yeah,
1: one opinion on I, that. I like uh, Portis a little bit more here.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, on the Warriors, that
0: sounds, so. that sounds like a bet. That sounds
1: like a bet. All right. I, I, <laughs> I like Portis a little bit more. I, uh, Brooke Lopez is just. He doesn't. His upside doesn't do it for me. Yeah, he had. He played 31 minutes in the last one. Uh, if if uh, Bobby Portis is ready to play in the 25 minute role, directly going to take minutes away from Lopez, and he's uh, a better point per minute guy. So even if it's if Lopez plays six more minutes than him, I still think uh, Portis is a better fantasy option here.
0: Okay, write it down, guys. That's that's a bet right there. So.
1: <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, but how you feeling about the, the Warrior side?
0: Uh, obviously, you have Steph Curry at 9,700. Uh, anytime he's under 10,000, he's the guy you can throw in your lineup. He is the team. Uh, Wiggins has been – his production has dropped off a little bit the last two games, so uh, you can trust Steph even more because of that. Uh, and the only other guy I'm looking at is Draymond right now uh, at 6,700. Uh, his production has been very – well used, uh, very well. 11 points, uh, almost a triple-double his last three games, pretty much. Um, So in a matchup, whenever they're playing a top-tier guy like LeBron or Giannis, he's going to show up. Um, This game will probably be on TV, I'm sure. Um, So I expect Draymond to hit value at 6,700. There's no one else that I can fully trust on the Warriors. How about you?
1: Yeah, and I'm with you with those two guys. Uh, I like Curry. He's probably... He might be my favorite player of the night at his price tag. Uh, Draymond, really good price tag, 67. You can play him with that power forward center eligibility is very key. And um, I like Wiseman, but I'm not going to play him. I, I want to start playing him more, but until Kerr does play him more, I can't go to him. But I, I'm really getting close to just throwing him in there a few times. He's, get, he's getting close for me, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm sticking with those two, uh, Curry and Draymond here.
0: It's not getting close at all yet. <laughs> it's getting
1: close. It's getting close. Uh, but how about uh, we'll jump on over to the last game of the night. It is the Portland Trailblazers at the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, we do have a spread for this. It is the Clippers are six-point home favorites, and the bla- or the over-under is two twenty six. Uh, the Clippers do not have anybody on their injury report as of right now. Uh, and the Blazers have Zach Collins and Joseph Nurkic out. And Derek Jones Jr. as probable. Uh, the Clippers will we'll have to see exactly what happens on the injury report. Uh, I know that um, Sergi Ibaka is not ready, so I'm not why I'm not sure why he's not listed there. And Patrick Beverly is questionable. Uh, um, they have that, but on the official injury report, they don't have anything. Uh, but we'll throw we'll go with the the Blazers first because they are the away team. And how are you feeling on this side of the ball? Uh knowing that Nurk is out again for this one, um, looks like it was a uh, right knee inflammation, which doesn't sound great.
0: I good. Yeah. Uh, when, whenever Nurk is out, you obviously that's a big boost for Ennis Kanter, and he's still at a low price of uh, six thousand. And uh, his last game, he had forty-three uh, drafting points with twelve points, seventeen boards. So with Nurk out of the way, that's he can easily match that or get even more. Um. He's a rebound machine in Portland. Uh, Dame, obviously, at 9,400, can easily get you 50 drafting points any given night. Uh, It's just interesting interesting seeing Steph and Dame under 10,000. So whenever that's the case, you can look at them and feel confident in putting them in your lineup. Uh, CJ McCollum at 8,000. His last two games were not that great, uh, but his other games before that are, you know, great. You know, uh, and very usable at eight thousand. It's just a matter of whether you like this matchup enough to put him in there. And uh, with if PG is going to be guarding them, that is going to be a tough match. PG or Kawhi, you know, so you can easily avoid CJ in this one, but he still can go off at any moment. So it's just a matter of opinion on that one. Uh, Norman Powell, the new acquisition at fifty nine hundred, that's a good price, but like I said again, it's a tough matchup. And then you have Robert Covington; he's been slacking lately. So I don't think I'm looking too much further than that. I feel confident in Dame and Cantor. Uh, but everyone else is kinda eh to me for Portland.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think you can go Cantor, 6K, uh Zubots. are without Ibaka, it's it's just easy to attack the, oh, yeah. the front court there. And then he's only 6K. And now there's no Nurkic. He's gonna play as many minutes as he can handle. He played 30 in the last one. I know it was a massive blowout, but uh, we, can expect, we should expect another 30, assuming um, not in foul trouble, and both teams just don't say, hey, I want to go small. Uh, and, and me saying that means uh, I think Robert Covington's going to get a lot of extra backup center minutes, and at 58, uh, we'll take a flyer on him. I'm not too confident, though, in that. Uh, and, and, yeah, you mentioned Lillard. He's an option. I like Curry slightly more, but uh, I don't mind if, them being under 10k you can probably get both of them in your lineups with a lot of value that we have on this slate Uh, and that's pretty much all I'm looking at for the Blazers side as well Uh, what about the Clippers man how do you how do you like over here
0: well obviously you have the two studs Kawhi and PG at um, Kawhi is at 9200 Paul George is at 8100 both clearly usable Uh, PG's last two games not that great but other than that he's been having a Uh, underrated year, you know, well-rounded year. Um, But for me, uh, the guys you may not be sure about are Terrence Mann at 4,900. He's been getting a lot of minutes lately, and I've been loving the way he's been playing, and I think uh, he can be a key piece for this team. He's still trying to get consistent. But he's been uh, playing a hidden value most nights uh, and above, you know. So his last game wasn't that great. But other than that, his six games before that, he's been playing amazing for you know, the young talent that he is. And also uh, Marcus Morris. Uh, let me make sure it's the right Marcus. Yeah, Marcus, not Markeith. Um He is at 5,000. Um, and two of the last three games, he scored over 20 NBA actual points. So that's great. And like you said, with the Baca still out, um, he is in, in line. You're going to be used a lot because he's going to have to stop uh, Covington or try to, you know, <laughs> uh stop the guys on the Blazers you know he can't compete with uh cancer on the boards but he's going to be needed out there to stop Cancer, um Robert Covington all the guys the, the Blazers have to fill in their normal pals so i've i've been impressed with him because i thought he at early in the season he was kind of written off but he's making his way back into the uh rotation and playing pretty well lately at 5000 he's a usable piece would you consider Zubac i'm kind of conflicted on that 5400 because he will get the minutes but he hasn't been playing amazing lately
1: yeah and, and i like him um okay. uh, 5400 he will be in my player pool i do think we have right. quite a few options i'll probably if i have 600 dollars more i'd rather just have Cantor. but at 5400 oh, yeah. um going against Cantor, we we know he i know he can do he get points there so I, he will be in my player pool uh same with Marcus morris um and a little bit of Terrence, man. I'm waiting to see if if Beverly plays. That takes minutes from everybody. Uh, but those are probably the two guys that I like the most. Too is is Zubats and uh, Marcus Morris. Kawhi, I like him there, but I'd I'd rather just go to the two guys, uh, the two point guards in Dame and uh, Curry. I like them a little bit more, a little couple hundred dollars more. Uh, but I'll go there. And George, he's still dealing with that toe, uh, so that scares me. So I'm not going to pay eight point one for him. Uh but I again Zubots, Marcus Morris, I think those are pretty solid plays here. <clears throat>
0: Sounds good.
1: All right, man. Uh before we head on out, we'll, Oh no, we'll wait, wait, a- wait.
0: One little point. One little point. What do you think about Rondo? You know, he made his first appearance uh the other night for his new team of the Clippers. Do you think he could be worth using, especially since uh Patrick um Beverly is questionable? Um
1: uh, I do you think eventually, yeah? But even though I, he's only thirty-two hundred right here, I, I don't know if they're gonna throw him into the fire for more. He played thirteen minutes in that uh, that first game. It was a massive blow. They they won by eighteen points, but I don't see him getting up to twenty-one to twenty-two here. Maybe because it is a playoff type matchup, so maybe. But I don't want to fully risk that there, um, knowing that we have a couple, quite a few options in that in that value tier range probably not going to throw it here uh, and then it's 10 p.m. Yeah. So if Beverly does get the call, it'll probably likely be after a lot of people have went. Uh, so sure. for this one, I'll probably keep Rondo out of the player pool, wait to see him get into that 20 minute role. Uh, and then, uh, then I like him there at 3,200.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Cause I think he will be starting point guard for this team eventually, but we'll have to wait and see.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into our tiers real quick uh, before we head on out of here. Um, give me your favorite player over 8k your favorite high-priced guy
0: so that it does that include 8k what
1: yeah eight and no? up
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I've, i might be cheating but i like drew holiday at eight thousand. like we said uh eastern conference player of the week playing incredible uh I, I think you have to use him in your lineup and uh another guy is bishop at 8700 i still think anytime he's that low he's worth using
1: all right, and I'm um, on the opposite side of the ball. There, I like Steph at 9,700. Um, without going up into that Super Saiyan tier, we got a little bit of a discount, and uh, you can beat the Bucks from the three point line. and And Steph is the engine of the Warriors. But uh, let's go on over to the the mid tier range, and who you liking over here?
0: Yeah, I think I would have to go with Robert Williams, even though you hate him. <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, at sixty eight hundred. You know, I think to think he's gonna get the minutes. He's gonna be out there. Hopefully, Embiid doesn't crush his dreams. Uh, and obviously, uh, OG and Ananobi. I'll, I'll let you have the other guy. So I'll say OG and Ananobi at seven thousand. If Van Fleet is out, um, and obviously Lowry is out, I think he's in line to have a great night.
1: All right, man. I'll I have, I'll go high end with Lonzo at seven five. If Ingram or, or Zion, if one of those two miss. He's going to be the number one or number two option again. And this is just a fantastic matchup against Atlanta and Trey Young. Uh, so that's the high end. On the low end, around the 5-ish the K mark. I, I like Sato. I know that Kobe White should be back, but still a good matchup for him. 5.1, I think that he's going to get a ton of run, and he should, at the very least, bring back value. Uh, so I, I like that consistency there.
0: I thought um, you were going to say Cancer, so you know, I, I'll throw him in there too.
1: <laughs> All right, man. And how about uh for your value play? Who's your favorite value play? And I I personally think there is a ton of value on this slate.
0: Uh if Steven Adams is out, I like Hernan Gomez at forty two hundred. Um That's the only guy I wrote down. Who 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 are you talking about that's the value guy tonight?
1: And I think uh Malachi flynn is is a big value here at thirty nine hundred. Yeah. Um uh, there's quite a few people on Detroit that we can look at depending on how the Things play up. I like both. I like Grayson Allen at forty four hundred. Lori Markin at forty five. Um, more there, there's more, but um, I'll stay. My favorite one of the night is uh, Flynn again at under four k. I just think that's awesome. Awesome value there. Um, if Van Vliet doesn't play, it becomes fantastic. If he does play, I still think he scores twenty five to thirty uh, DK points at the at the min. That's where I'd put him at.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree.
1: All right, man, and thank you guys uh, for joining us and for another edition of DFS Today. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, give us a follow. Uh, my Twitter account is at Santino Cocone, and Will's is at WilliamIsBill. Fairly simple to remember. Um, also, we are still recruiting, if anybody has any interest in either the fantasy uh, uh, the season long, I kept. I was gonna say fantasy season, the season long fantasy or DFS fantasy. Uh, if you're interested in either, give myself, uh, Mike, or or Dan a uh, message on Twitter or wherever you can reach us, and we'll get back to you as uh, soon as possible. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Will, is there anything you want to say before we head on out of here?
0: No, we're recording this right now as the national championship is being played. So. We don't know who won yet, but that's going to be interesting to see. And uh, we'll see, we'll see. Who you got? Who you think is going to win?
1: Uh, I want Zaga to, to to finish it off, but they're currently losing, so gotta get, I got to get. They need me to root for them. I think that's what's happening.
0: <laughs> In my bracket, I picked Baylor to win. I got like everything else wrong, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think don't everybody Baylor. did. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's it. funny. All right, man, and we will catch you again. Uh, next week but tomorrow I believe Keith and Mike will be on for you guys uh, and as always thank you for listening and good luck Peace. this has been a hoop ball presentation